All right, we got our seventh episode of the Sports Villain. I'm here joined with Tim Cash, and we are the Sports Villain. How you doing, Tim? I'm doing great, buddy. All right. Well, it's almost into the season. We just had our <laughs> divisional rounds. Let's talk about those games: uh, the Vikings, Niners, Titans, Ravens, Texans, Chiefs, and the Seahawks and the Packers. Anyways, how was your weekend, uh, Tim? Um, well, my weekend was great. I will say that I went down on Saturday as far as money went, but man, I sure did turn it around on Sunday. So I had a big day Sunday. Didn't have the best day on Saturday. All right, good. I wasn't sure what you went down on first for a second there, but, uh, but we we don't like going, let's go up this week. Oh yeah. Oh dude. I'm, I'm up this week already. So I'm, I'm, I'm tuned in. I'm dialed in. You are dialed in, actually. All the picks you've been sending me have been winners. And, yes, sir. Uh, I've been, you know, you just got to sit there. You, you just got to put the time into it. You know, nobody really wants to just make a bet on a whim because, you know, there's there's uh, no education to that. It's it's like you might as well just throw money into the wind and hope it comes back to you. Absolutely. I, I haven't been betting a whole lot lately, but I have uh, made some smart bets. And, uh, man, San Diego State last night really uh, – Really did me well, and they covered, so that was pretty nice for uh, college basketball. But um, yep, I won a nice little teaser with San Diego State yesterday. Yeah, that that seemed like a pretty good game to bet on, but uh, <clears throat> but anyways, um, sometimes they work out, sometimes they don't. Like this That's last right. weekend, man, there were some big upsets this weekend. Let's start off with the Vikings and the Forty ers Um. I, I I seen that coming. That was like the most obvious game of the weekend. The Niners were going to smash the Vikings, um, ten twenty seven. There's not really much to talk about there. I I think there's definitely argument that the Forty ers are the best team in the league. Uh, I, I mean, there's argument that they're going to win at all. But we'll see uh, what happens this week. Uh, I nailed the Niners. How about you? You know, I did. Um, I I did nail the Niners. Um, <clears throat> I did good on that game. That, that game did me right. Uh, I, I, I was confident with San Francisco, uh, covering the spread. I talked about that on our, on our last podcast. Um, and man, they, sh- they, they rang me true. I did good on that game and I did really good on, on the Tennessee game. Okay. So yeah, I did really good on the San Francisco game. I said on our last podcast that, um, I had confidence with San Francisco, um, by, with taking the seven points. Um, and they actually did me true that San Fran looked really good. Although they didn't score a whole lot of points, they looked really good. Yeah, I agree. Um, so yeah, they covered. So, uh, good for everybody that took the 49 game is the one that really blew my mind i didn't i don't i don't i didn't see this coming and you called it nice call tim you kept trying to warn me the ravens were not a lock against tennessee and i wasn't completely a believer just because i've been mesmerized by lamar jackson all year and i just couldn't believe the ravens didn't show up and they abandoned their game plan completely they get down and well they haven't been down all year and they get down and they completely abandon their their game plan. Oh, but you called it. Nice, nice calling the Titans. How'd you do on that game? Oh man, I did great. <clears throat> I rode Tennessee all the way. 
Um, I made uh, a couple of live game wagers that paid off big. I think I texted you those. Uh, and thank you very much, too, for the recognition, by the way. I also called Derrick Henry having a monster game. Dude went 30 for 195. I mean, he is just an absolute animal. He was averaging 154 yards going into this game. And now that he ran for 195, his average is going up even more. Um, so Baltimore, you know, I'll be honest. I think Tennessee really took Baltimore out of their game early because they were the first ones to score. And I, I want to say it was the, their first or second possession of Baltimore is when they intercepted Lamar Jackson for the first time. And then they turned it into points and yeah. that just really shook their tree. It was 14 to nothing starting off. Uh, and then Jackson really started having a great game. He had 20 rushes for 143 yards. He actually did really, really good averaging over seven yards. Um, a rush, uh, Marquise Brown had a, had a great game. He had seven for 126. And, you know, when you look at the Tennessee side, Tannehill threw seven for 14 and only 88 yards, but he scored two touchdowns and Henry just dominated the game. He didn't have any touchdowns. Um, all their, their touchdowns were defensive and, or uh, by passing. So yeah. it's a great, great day for me or great game for me on that one. Yeah. Vrabel, man, uh, he, uh, he leaned on that lead and he played it like a smart, like a real smart coach. Um, I didn't see that coming, but I, I played at both sides, so I didn't really uh, lose lose the farm, but uh, but uh, at least uh, this week uh, it's a seven and a half point spread. But we'll talk about that in a minute. Uh, yeah. Texans Chiefs. Um, I can't believe the way that game started. Holy cow! Twenty four zero Texans, I, and and I bet the Chiefs. You know, I bet the Chiefs. Yeah. I think you're on the Chiefs wagon with me as well. Um, but uh, I know Jimmy took the Texans, right? Jimmy took um, – I think Jimmy took the Texans. I don't have my sheet in front of me. Uh, no worries. We'll go over that on the next call anyways. But um, uh, I think everybody was like looking at the Texans and the points going, oh, man, that's a lot of points. That's a lot of points. And, uh, and then they – they popped up 24-0, and everybody, I think, was counting their money. I, I know I was talking to one guy that had a big Texans ticket, and I'm like, well, did you hedge your bet when they when they went up uh, 24-0? I'm sure you could have got the Chiefs plus 14 or plus 20. He goes, you know what? I thought about it, but I thought that my, my ticket was money in the bank. <laughs> so he's like, so no, I didn't. And uh Wow. And then they just go and score 51 points. It's just amazing. 41 unanswered points in a row, I think, until the Texans scored again. Yeah, they scored on every drive after they were down 24 to nothing. Yeah, I think 41 points straight or something like that, right? Yeah. 31 to 51, 82 points scored in that game. And I, I, you and I took the unders, Jimmy took the overs. I do know that. And I, so I know the, boy, the unders really shit the bed. Fuck Jesus. That was, that was crazy. <clears throat> Traditionally, the unders for the Chiefs have been hitting all year. And the unders for uh, playoff games, if you look, tradi- you know, traditionally, the unders hit a lot. 
you know, so I was just kind of playing the math, but um, I, I, I definitely didn't take it to the bank, especially not against uh, Patrick Mahomes. But uh, I mean, Watson had a great game. He had 388 passing yards and two touchdowns. Mahomes had 321 yards, but he had five passing touchdowns. It wasn't you know, Deshaun Watson that lost that game. It was that uh, Texans defense and that secondary that just uh, – I, I think it might actually go all the way back to the defensive coordinator. Uh, I don't know how you can continue to give up big play after big play after big play. You have to give them that underneath and hope they make a mistake, you know, before they take the – don't let them get it in one play. It's, yeah. Uh, how many times did we see Travis Kelsey wide open? He had 10 receptions for 134 yards and two touchdowns. Why are you leaving the best, arguably the best tight end in the league wide open? Well, they had a really great guy covering him. I think a guy's name's Jones or whatever. And then he hurt himself and, uh, and then he went back in and, but I don't think he was the same after he got hurt. And, uh, yeah, you got to start doubling. But then if you double him, all of a sudden, Ty, you know, Hill is going to break off. Or Sammy Watkins. One. It, it, uh, to double somebody in that offense. You got Dam- Damian Williams coming out of the backfield. Um, I, I I don't know. Me and you can sit here and draw on paper, you know, to stop. Patrick Mahomes, and yep. he's going to come at you. Yeah, and else. Mahomes was the was the number one rusher for Kansas City. He ran for fifty three yards. <laughs> there was no running back. <laughs> so, so the Titans, Ravens, okay, and the Chiefs beat the Texans, but now the Chiefs face the Titans this week. I think the Ravens, their offense is one dimensional in a way where if you can stop them from running that quick eye formation, you know, if you can seal those edges and force Lamar Jackson to throw from the pocket, which is basically what they did into good coverage. um, I'm not saying I'm not taking any credit away from the Ravens, but their offense, in my opinion, is a one-dimensional offense, but it's a one-dimension that's an almost impossible to stop. And the Titans, they had the game plan to stop it. But the Chiefs, I think that's a whole nother ball game this week against the Chiefs. Yeah, I think so too. I, I, I think are, are you talking about the RPO, the run-pass option? Yeah, everything. I mean, Patrick Mahomes, he he's just uh, he he's got the wheels, and he's got the arm, and he's got the pocket, and he's got the the swagger in this making things happen. They got that screen game or they got that quick slant game or, you know, if this isn't working, boom, Andy Reid's got a whole bag. Oh man, does he ever, that's what makes him one of the greatest to ever be in the NFL. I love me some Andy Reid. I hear people talking down on Andy Reid and I don't get it. You know, oh, he's never won a Super Bowl. Oh, he's not that good of a coach. I've heard a lot of people really, like, down on Andy Reid. Maybe it's bitter Philadelphia fans or what. 
but I think he is a master. <laughs> I, I don't, I would love to have a conversation with these people that you speak of because Andy Reed is one of the greatest <laughs> NFL head coaches in the NFL today. He is a God. And just because he hasn't won a championship, Dan Marino never won a championship and he's one of the greatest quarterbacks in the NFL. It happens. So you win some, you lose some. It's not easy to win a Super Bowl. I don't care how many times you go. It's, it's, it's not easy. So that argument, you just throw that argument right out of the gate. At the end of the day, you look at their record. What's their winning or what, what are their wins and then their losses? And then what's their winning percentage? You look at Andy Reid's and his is, his is above 500. So in my eyes, that's a great coach. I don't know what these guys are looking for in a head coach, but in my Andy Reid is just, he's a God. I, I love that guy. Right. The the variable you got to look at with so many different coaches and with Andy Reid as well is you got to look at the quarterbacks that they had under center for so long. And he had to rebuild that Kansas City team and he had to deal with, you know, journeyman quarterbacks and and uh, and the guy from San Francisco, Smith. Alex, um, Alex Smith. You know, who was almost a franchise quarterback. He almost had it, but he just something didn't never quite came together. And Donovan McNabb in Philly. And uh, and then after the McNabb story, it's just what, what was happening after that? Nothing that was uh, successful. So you got to look at their records too, every coach, and be like, well, what quarterback was running the show? to make them fall under 50% or be above 50%. You know, I, uh, I, I give credit to Gruden winning a Super Bowl with Brad Johnson, you know, and I give uh, credit to uh, the uh, Baltimore Ravens for winning a Super Bowl with Trent Dilfer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right? You know, I mean, the, I think those are the, the types of coaches that you look at and go, oh, wow. If you can win with this guy, like Bruce Arians said about Jameis Winston the other day, if we can win with this quarterback, we can win with any quarterback. Yeah. Oh, I don't know if he, he wanted that to come out quite like that, but it did. Well, it needed to be said. <laughs> yeah. Needed to be said. Chiefs, I, I, you know, at the end of the day, I knew, knew the Chiefs were, were a game. Tried to tease the Texans, too. And I had Texans plus 17 and they're about to score at the end of the game. And they went uh, four downs and out uh, right, right in the red zone there. Right at the end of the game. <laughs> or I, could have hit my I know. How dare they? You know, I know I, I laid some money. I, I, I laid the 10 and, or the nine How and a half. I put they? it in a parlay and you know, I wound up, I wound up getting it. Uh, I didn't like it, but, I wound up getting it, so <clears throat> I mean, I that, that was a that was a big surprise game, big surprise game. Yeah, and, and then the last game of the of the weekend was that you Seattle know, and Packers game. That was a pretty good. It game. It was a little a bit of a snooze fest. fest. You're right. Russell Wilson threw for two seventy seven and a touchdown. Rogers threw two forty three and two touchdowns. Uh, but it was the running game, man. It was like Aaron Jones was just on point. Even though he only ran for 62 yards, he had two touchdowns, and Devontae had eight for 160. He had a monster game. Tyler Lockett had nine for 136 and a touchdown. 
I mean, so the the passing was just on point. But I will Rogers, yeah. um, the Green Bay Packers, they they stopped Seattle. Now, I know Seattle's been plagued with a lot of injuries and things like that, and that's exactly why I I took Green Bay in the points for that exact reason. Yeah. I was with you on that. I, I nailed Green Bay, uh, even though on the podcast I said Seattle with the points. Um, at, at the end of the day, I realized that the Packers were the smart bet there. and uh, But I still – I hit both sides. I teased Seattle because I figured Seattle plus seven, I was getting Seattle plus 11 or 11 and a half. And I thought that was a lock, which it was. And, uh, and I also hit Green Bay. I bought my Green Bay down to three on one, and I had Green Bay in the money line. So I, I, I loved the way that game went, you know. And then Seattle came back and put it within five, 23 to 28. So that was like yeah. a perfect scenario for the Boone The masterful right Boone there. system. But, so, I, I, I did. <laughs> so I did great on that game. I hit it on both sides. Um, but uh, the Ravens, I, I did not see that coming. But, hey, you win some, you lose some. You make it up on other ones. Um, we don't have Jimmy on the call, and he didn't send me his picks. Um, but we can uh, we can jump on another call uh, tomorrow or the next day and, and get our picks in real quick. But I would like to at least talk about these games. Uh, the Titans and the Chiefs, seven and a half points. Uh, in some places, yeah, it's seven. Um, okay. I'm going to say the same thing I said last week. You have to go with the hot hand. And yes, Kansas City had the hot hand there at the end. But I think that Derrick Henry is going to be hard to stop. And Tennessee is once again going to win this. That's what I think. I know it sounds crazy, people out there thinking how do you how do you think Tennessee is going to beat Kansas City? Well, I'm going to tell you why. Derrick Henry and Ryan Tannehill. I'm not saying anything against um against uh, Patrick Mahomes because I love me some Mahomes, but I they don't have a running game. Um I just think that Tennessee right now is the hot hand and they're playing better football than Kansas City is. So, I'm taking Tennessee in the points. Uh, what's the what's the over under line right now? Uh, I don't have that because we weren't doing our picks, but uh, I believe it's at fifty one point five. It was definitely over fifty one for a while. It's been it's been up and down, right around fifty one. Yeah. Uh, I I would. It's tough, right? It's a high. It's a high over under. You, I'm sure a lot of smart money has been going on the under, because it's over over 51. Not that many NFL playoff games go over 51. Period. So a lot of the the analyzers that just look at numbers, they're going to look at the Chiefs all year. All year, they have not been throwing four or five right. touchdowns a game. It hasn't been the same Chiefs from last year. So a lot of, I think a lot of money is going to go on the under, but after seeing yeah, the that, Chiefs play it, last it's week, tough. I don't know how you can take the under. It's tough. I would probably, uh, I'm probably going to go with the overs. 
But, it, you know, I, I just – Kansas City is not going to be able to stop Derrick Henry. They haven't been able to stop the run all year. I agree. And then – so I, if I agree with you by that rationale, I also agree that Tennessee is not going to be able to stop Patrick Mahomes. He's going to find a way to score. Okay, so we're not going to be able to stop Derrick Henry, one. Two, you're not going to stop Patrick Mahomes. The guy is too cool, and, and he's too good. So it, it, I don't know if it's going to be a shootout, but I don't care. Whoever is down, if it's twenty, you know, 24 to 17, whoever is down, I guarantee that that team is going to march down the field and tie it up. So I think that the points here is smart. Um, I would take seven and a half. And I think I would hedge it with the Chiefs because I have a feeling this line's going to drop to six and a half at some point. Yeah. Or, or it may just stay yeah, right. Yeah, that's at probably seven. right. <clears throat> I'll give you that. You know, uh, I am going to disagree with one thing that you said. But I- you said that the Kansas City Chiefs are not going to be able to stop Mahomes. I mean, sorry, the Tennessee Titans are not going to be able to stop Mahomes, but they just stopped Lamar Jackson, who is the MVP of the league. Okay, and and that's and that's why I was saying I think the Ravens offense is slightly one-dimensional. It's dangerous, it's really good. I love that system, that eye formation, that that I, I love what they do there in Baltimore, but I believe there's a way to stop that. And I believe the chiefs can change their game plan more than the, the Ravens could, the Ravens had their game plan. And if you shut that down, they didn't know what to do that. You know, Lamar Jackson was just thrown from the pocket under duress. Chiefs, you stop them one way and they're going to start hitting you with quick slants and they're going to start doing different things. I think Mahomes has everything in his bag and I think he's so cool and calm and collected at this point in his career you're not going I don't think they're going to stop him I think it's going to be a one score game and I do agree with you I think the Titans can win this game but it's going to come down to turnovers and I, I know I almost say that about every single game but if Ryan Tannehill if he throws if he turns the ball over which We've already seen him make some questionable throws in the playoffs. And a lot, a few of his balls should have been picked off that were not. He, he does every once in a while throw some bad balls out there. A lot more than I see Patrick Mahomes throw. I don't think he's going to be throwing that much for that to even and come into consideration. The guy only attempted 14 passes last week. Well, they don't exactly. need to utilize Ryan Tannehill's arm when they have Derrick Henry rushing for 200 every single game. I agree with you, but if Derrick Henry rushes 80 yards down the field, all right, and they get in a third and long situation and Tannehill throws it and he throws it a little high and it deflects off his receiver and his interception – the 80 yards that Derrick Henry just rushed for means nothing, you know, or if Tannehill coughs it up or something like that. Th- those are those X factors that, okay, Derrick Henry ran for 300. Why are we losing? <laughs> you know, so 
that that's why we uh we love the game of football we watch it to see see these things happen yep you know <clears throat> I, uh, um, i'm not going to put my official picks in right now but along while it's at seven and a half i think you have to take the titans with the hook duh if you're, if you're a smart better and then take the hook and then watch that line real carefully okay um, here we go Tannehill. Highest passer rating in the NFL this year against Mahomes. Yeah, he was nowhere ranked. He had half, 50% less touchdowns than he did last year. Now you have Derrick Henry, the guy who just won the award uh, for in the running back department. Rushing title, yes. Rushing against title. Yeah, he, who he, in Kansas City? There's nobody there. They have like three running backs that did – that that Damian Williams not, is healthy not, now. I don't care. That yeah. to me that that doesn't really mean anything. <laughs> and then you have AJ Brown versus Tyreek Hill. Right. That's going to be a big problem for the Chiefs. I agree. Uh, they're, they're, that running game is probably going to get shut down by Tennessee. I completely agree with you. And it's going to force them to throw, 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 and they could end up getting down from it because if. If Tennessee stops them and gets some scores on the on the board, I could definitely see the Chiefs coming from behind in this game. But uh, never count. You, you, I think they proved it against the Texans this week. Do not count the Chiefs out, no matter how far down they are. Uh, well, okay. Here's a here's a. Uh, I will say this since we're not going to do our picks today. I'm gonna I'm gonna predict something over here in this particular game, and I'm gonna I like a prop bet. And you know what prop bet I like is I like the attempts that uh, Patrick Mahomes is going to have. And I'm going to take the overs. I think he's going to throw a lot. I don't think there is a ground game. There's, I, I don't think there's a ground game. So I, I, I actually like a prop bet of the overs of, um, of his yards and or passing attempts. I don't know what the line is going to be set at. Um, I think 30 30- – I think 30 attempts is, is, is all day. I think you can say over 30 and the passing yards. I think you can say over three sure. yards, no problem. I, I, 300 plus and over 30 attempts. He, he is going to, it might take him. He might throw the ball 46 times to get, you know, to get he might. five completions, but he is definitely going to, yep. he's going to be throwing the ball. Yep. I completely agree with you. But the thing with Mahomes is you might look and say, oh, man, he threw the ball 40 times and he only connected 20. But sometimes four of those connections are going to be TDs because he's that home. He's got so many home run. Hits. Yeah, and he's got a great deep ball. And and he throws that ball over the middle or he sidearms it to the side, you know, dead accurate only where his guy can get it. And if they're not dropping passes, Mahomes is going to put it near your numbers and give you a chance to score. So, it's going to be a good game. It's going to be a, that's my out of all the games, I'm really excited to see that game this weekend. But the Packers and Niners, that one's equally exciting and uh, I'll be at a 49ers party this weekend nice. as well. So, there's going to be a lot of 49ers energy around me. So I, I got to be going Niners uh, all the way. I think so, I too. I think they're going to cover. 
I, I know we're not doing our picks, but I think the Niners will cover. I think Green Bay, and I've been kind of down on them all year. I don't think they're as good as their record. And I, I like the coach, what he's doing over there. And I think Aaron Rodgers is great, but I just think they got holes in their defense. And I think their whole system just hasn't kind of – all their wins this year have been ugly. A lot of their wins have been just totally ugly. And Aaron Rodgers said it in his press conference a few times too. He's like, uh, that's fine. I'd rather get these ugly wins and, and get a win and and just figure out how to win again next week. You know. And well, I mean, like you that. have to have that attitude. But I, I hear what you're saying. When they're barely eking by and they weren't that great against the spread because, you know, they were favored by more and then they, they, they barely won. So – you know, I think this is going to be a very interesting game. Aaron Rodgers against Jimmy G. Uh, Jimmy G also did not have the best throwing game. Uh, Rodgers did not have the best throwing game. I mean, so I, I think this is going to be more of a ground game. I think it's going to be Aaron Jones against uh, Raheem Mostert and Tevin Coleman. And I think. And Breida. And Breida. Matt Breed is I'm not piece. worried about him. He's accident prone. All it's going to take is one hit, and he, he, you know he's going to break. So I, I'm not counting him. I, I he's a great receiver out of the backfield. He can catch a deep ball. Actually, I've seen him make some amazing catches, and he had that one amazing catch in the preseason that w- was put right in the corner, a dime by Garoppolo and Breida. That was Breida running back coming out of the backfield catches a dime in the corner of the end zone for a 30 yard pass. So I don't count out any of those running backs. They're all. I'm not, I I am going to count them out. I understand what you say. I don't think he's going to be a factor in this game. That's all I'm saying. And if they're going to be using any running back for the deep ball, they're going to be using Kyle Jusek. Just like they did last week. He Uh, caught that big monster, that big monster catch. But I I think Breed is going to be a non-factor. I I really do. I, I bet. I beg to differ. I, I believe he will be a factor. But you never know. They have so many capable running backs. You really never know who's going to take over the show. And that's what makes 49ers dangerous is that they uh, – you can't scheme. When Aaron Jones is in the backfield, you can key on Aaron Jones or Marshawn Lynch or, 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 or Barry Sanders for that matter. You know, if they're in the backfield, you can key on that player. But with 49ers – they could run with any of their running backs, you know, or they could play action or they could screen it, you know? So that's one thing I think that makes the 49ers dangerous. It's because it's a little harder to scheme. Against right. That. That's why I'm taking San Fran in the points. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think if they take away Aaron Jones, it's going to, and, and put pressure on, um, on Rogers at the same time, I, I think that green Bay offense is going to crumble. Um, although Aaron Jones is one of the best quarterbacks in the league, he can make some throws that are just dimes. Yep. So they could be getting crushed, 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 and and Aaron Rodgers throws a dime that you can you can't even believe that somebody can even make a throw that good. You know, so I think they're going to score, they're going to put some points up, but they're not going to be able to keep up with the nine. I don't think so either. I I I totally agree with you. So, so if anything, I'm going to call Jimmy and get his picks. And for the, you know, we got our little competition going, and I'll, I'll get his picks, and then we'll jump on at least a short little call, 
and we'll get our picks in before the weekend and uh, talk about how the lines have shifted and whatnot. That sounds good to me. So before we end this podcast, do we want to talk about the national championship game without Jimmy or do we want to talk about it and then or maybe include Jimmy? Oh, man, I got a lot to say about that championship game. Why don't we save that for the next call uh, when, right before we do our picks? We'll do a national championship uh, discussion, and then we'll, uh, we'll do our picks, and then we'll, that'll uh, be the eighth episode. Sounds good. One big money on that one. Sounds, yeah, buddy. Uh, go Tigers. <laughs> go Tigers. <laughs> All right, brother. All right, good call. All right, sounds good. Bye.